thank you Pastor Tony for this opportunity. To share the word of God with the leadership. Without any waste of time, we are going to talk about being a visionary leader. A being a visionary leader. We're talking about two words here. A leader and a vision. These two words are twins. You can't separate them. You can't be a leader without a vision. For you to be a leader, there are people who will follow. This is how people follow a person. They look at you. They see that you have a direction. They see, they see that you have a vision. Then they say, this is a leader. If you draw the vision or direction in life, you can't be a leader. So the word leadership and the word vision, they go together. You can't separate the two. Amen. Amen. There are some things that I have noticed about leadership. I have read and studied about leadership. And I have identified some few things about great leaders. And I believe it's going to be helpful for us today. These common characteristics of the great leaders are Number one, great leaders create opportunities for others to grow and develop their talents and gifts. Great leaders are not selfish. Great leaders always ask themselves this question. How can I be of help to other people? How can I help the community? How can I help the church? How can I help the organization? Number two, great leaders are not performers. They don't show off. But they serve. Great leaders are seven leaders. They understand that they are there to serve the people, not that the people should serve them. There are two groups that God is waiting for. That God says He is looking for. The first one the Bible says He is looking for worshippers. Number two, God is looking for servants. He says the harvest is ready. He's looking for laborers. He's not looking for celebrities. God is not in the process of building celebrities. God wants to see servants. People who are willing to come and help. If you are a leader, in actual fact, you are a servant. Amen. 
The Bible says, in the spiritual realm, those are true leaders. So great leaders serve people. They serve the community. They serve the organization. Great people develop leaders. When you are going to be a great leader, you must be in the business of building other leaders. You can't build a strong organization with followers. You can't build a strong church with followers. If you don't have a strong organization, if you don't have a strong church, you must build other leaders. You must intentionally build other leaders. Number four, great leaders are visionaries. When you have a vision, you don't make decisions based on emotions. You make decisions based on your commitments. When you are a visionary leader, you are a future thinker. You don't think about the now only, but you think about five years from now. Where will your church be five years from now? Where will your family be five years from now? Where will your career be five years from now? Where will your business be five years from now? When you are a true leader, you have a vision for the future. Great leaders are visionary leaders. Number five, great leaders are optimists. They are positive thinkers. They are inspirational. In this world, nothing great has ever been done by a pessimist. If you are a negative thinker, there is nothing great that you will ever achieve in life. If you want to be a great leader, you must see something positive in every situation. No matter how difficult or how tough it may be, you must always ask yourself, Lord, why did you allow me to see this situation? Why did you allow me to go through this? What lesson should I learn out of this situation? Great leaders are always positive. Number six, great leaders are doers. Great leaders are not lazy. God 
uses busy people. When you look at the disciples of Jesus Christ, those were ordinary men that God used to do uh, extraordinary things. Among those people, we had fishermen. So they were not lazy. When Jesus found them, they were not lying around. They were not Exactly. But they were busy doing something. Great leaders are busy people. They have no time for petty issues. They have no time for gossip. They have no time for little minds. Because they are always thinking. They are always busy with something. Among the disciples, some of them were tax collectors. So those were not lazy people. Those were busy people. That's why Jesus chose them. If you want to be a great man, you must not be lazy. You must be a hard worker. In actual fact, it's only in the dictionary where we have success before wealth. In real life, you work hard first, then you become successful. That's how real life is. Because success is a journey. It doesn't take, uh, it's not an overnight uh, process. It takes time. It's a lifetime investment. When you talk of investment, I'm sure some of you here can be better witness of those uh, quick fix overnight get rich schemes. I'm sure by now you have learned that those things do not work. It takes time. It takes patience. Great leaders are doers. They are not lazy. Don't be lazy if you want to be a great leader. You must be willing to work hard. God is looking for neighbors. God is looking for hard workers. He's not looking for lazy uh, leaders. Number seven. Great leaders do make mistakes. Great leaders do make mistakes. Great leaders are not perfect leaders. The gospel is full of the record about the disciples. Sometimes they were inconsistent. Sometimes they will fail Jesus Christ. They had their own struggles. Sometimes they will even fail in life. They will disappoint him. But Jesus never gave up on them. Because he never fails us. He is always on our side. Number eight. Great leaders break down barriers. They look beyond the obstacles. 
It's not something that you are born with. You just have to learn to listen. When somebody talks, then you become a great leader. Great leaders, they never stop learning. The moment you stop learning, then you stop leading. Then you start misleading. Great leaders are not allergic to reading. Don't be an ignorant leader. You have to read. Somebody once said, if you want to hide something from a black man, if you want to hide any information from a black man, put it in the book. <laughs> you will successfully hide it. <laughs> Because he knows most black people are allergic to reading. We don't like to read. Reading is an enemy to both of us. It's going to be a great leader. You must stay up to date. You must take what we call self-development. You continue to develop. You will never learn enough in life. There is always room for learning. You must learn something new every day. Great leaders never stop learning. Number 12. Great leaders know themselves. They know where they are good at. And they know uh, their weak points. It's very important to know yourself. It's very important to understand yourself. If you know yourself, you know your position. You will even know what to say in the church. Because not all of us will be teachers here. Not all of us will sing very nice religious music like Tim. And not all of us can be ushers. So you have to know your position. You have to know what you are good at. And you have to know what you are not good at. Great leaders they know themselves. And lastly, great leaders accept responsibility. You must be a responsible leader. You must be an accountable leader. If you deal with money, you have to account for every cent. Don't create an environment of suspicion. Once people start to have an element of suspicion, they stop giving. You must not give them that room. Be open. Let people know what's going on. With their finances. If they build a project, update them. Let, let them see how things are going financially. 
And if they see that there is a need, then they can even give more. But if you keep everything within yourself, and you hide everything, even when there is a real need, they will think you are not honest with them. And they will not support you. So if you want to be a great leader, you must be accountable and responsible. In closure, Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18 says, Proverbs 29, verse 18, where there is no vision, the people perish. So if you want to be a great leader, you must have a vision. Where are you taking your church to? Where are you taking your organization to? Remember I said from the beginning, people follow a visionary leader. In actual fact, people don't follow you. They follow your vision. And those that are smart, after following for some few months, and they realize there is no vision here, they will stop following you. People don't follow you. They follow your vision. People don't give to you. They give to the vision. Where there is no vision, people will stop giving. People will stop supporting. So you must be a leader who has a vision. Vision is not private. Other people will benefit from your vision. I always give an example with my family because I had an opportunity and a vision to go out and study. My family has finally benefited. My father has now been to school and I'm sure that I'm going to have degrees and honors and masters here. We have never been to the, to the American but my dad has been there. So your vision will benefit other people. We have a lot of pastors here and friends who have been to the U.S. I think there are more than 40 or 50 uh, people from South Africa who have been to the US just because of one man's vision. I have not counted so far, but I'm sure of all the mission trips and other people who have come from the US to this side, we might have made more than 70 of them. Now, vision is not personal. That's why the Bible says, where there is no vision, your church will perish. Your family will perish. People will perish. Because you have no vision. When you are a leader, you must have a vision. That's why we say, you should have a vision as Thank you so much and God bless you. Amen. I have some notes here. That was great teaching. Is that the notes last? Yeah, that's the notes. Great teaching. Don't let go. Uh, Abraham said, "You can't build a strong church with followers." Uh, but uh, 
You have But he's got his bachelor's degree. Yeah, he has his master's degree. And now he's working on his PhD. All three of his kids are doing well academically. You have to appreciate the gift that God has allowed in your presence. I think he's worthy of everyone standing and applauding. <laughs> Changes. 